0: Welcome to Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind-the-scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the Apple Podcasts app. Here's a recent review that put a smile on our faces. The subject line is, What did I do before this podcast? And it goes, not sure how or when I slept. Seriously. Thank you, Betty Draper, for the review. We're so happy to help you find sleep easier now. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. And by Golden Candelabras. Tonight, for the final episode of our third annual classic horror sleep story series this October, we will read the Edgar Allan Poe tale, Lygia. The story follows an unnamed narrator and his wife, Lygia, a beautiful and intelligent raven-haired woman. She falls ill and dies, but not for long. It may or may not have all been a hallucination of the narrator, and the story may or may not have been a satire by Poe of the Gothic genre itself. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. I cannot, for my soul, remember how, when, or even precisely where I first became acquainted with the lady Lygia. Long years have since elapsed, and my memory is feeble through much suffering. Or perhaps. I cannot now bring these points to mind, because, in truth, the character of my beloved, her rare learning, her singular yet placid cast of beauty, and the thrilling and enthralling eloquence of her low musical language, made their way into my heart by paces so steadily and stealthily progressive, that they have been unnoticed and unknown, yet I believe that I met her first and most frequently in some large, old, decaying city near the Rhine. Of her family, I have surely heard her speak, that it is of a remotely ancient date Cannot be doubted. Lygia, Lygia. There is one dear topic, however, on which my memory fails me not. It is the person of Lygia. In stature, she was tall, somewhat slender, and in her latter days, even emaciated. I would in vain attempt to portray the majesty, the quiet ease of her demeanor, or the incomprehensible lightness and elasticity of her footfall. She came and departed as a shadow. I was never made aware of her entrance into my closed study, save by the dear music of her low sweet voice, as she placed her marble hand upon my shoulder. In beauty of face, no maiden ever equalled her, yet her features were not of that regular mold which we have been falsely taught to worship in the classical labors of the heathen. Yet, although I saw that the features of Lygia were not of a classic regularity, although I perceived that her loveliness was indeed exquisite and felt that there was much of strangeness pervading it, yet I have tried in vain to detect the irregularity and to trace home my own perception of the strange.